Welcome to The Lid from Meet the Press. I'm Carrie Dan. Phew. Well, we are, at least by the calendar and the traditions of the American political system, in a new era in this country. Joe Biden is now president. Democrats, at least for the moment, have control of both houses of Congress in addition to the White House. And hopefully, by maybe sometime early next week, the city where I live, Washington, D.C., will feel a little bit closer to its normal self, with fewer troops and fewer tanks, and back to being our cranky and diverse selves, united by our disdain, mostly for politicians who pretend that real people don't live in Washington, D.C. Seriously, there are neighborhoods that are not the Hill or Georgetown or the Palisades or whatever. Take a bus one time. (sighs) But anyway... There was one line in particular that stuck out to me from Joe Biden's inauguration speech. And it stuck out to me because at the NBC News political unit, we have spent a lot of time for years studying and talking about what exactly it is that has made politics feel so poisonous. Here's that line from Joe Biden. Politics doesn't have to be a raging fire, destroying everything in its path. Every disagreement doesn't have to be a cause for total war. Okay, whatever you think of Biden, or of Donald Trump for that matter, you have to admit that's an evocative image. Politics as a raging fire. Disagreements as a total war. And the new president's plea is that it doesn't have to be that way. Now, some might say that when it comes to some political issues... That kind of urgency, that life or death energy, is unavoidable and necessary because the stakes really are that high. For the advocate for racial justice who truly feels that their life or their child's life is at risk because of the color of their skin. Or for the anti-abortion activist or the anti-death penalty activist. Or for people who have a family member, maybe, serving overseas. But I think what Biden meant here wasn't that politics should never be treated with that urgency, that fieriness, that passion of a life or death matter. Because sometimes it is, but a lot of times it's not. And maybe more than individual political issues, Biden is talking about something else. He's talking about this line, which came before the thing about the raging fire. Let's begin to listen to one another again, hear one another, see one another, show respect to one another. Now... I could talk probably all day in a very boring way about what public polling says about political parties and issues like abortion and racial justice and foreign policy and things like Trump versus Biden and on and on and on. But what's far less quantifiable is that thing that Biden seems to be talking about. And that's that this idea that's out there, that politics is supposed to be a fire and a battlefield because the other side is totally wrong. It's maybe even evil. It's an enemy that's not even worth listening to. And I say it's not quantifiable, but hey, pollsters are going to poll, and folks have certainly tried. The Pew Research Center, and yes, I know we cite them a lot, so thanks, guys, Um, They asked people whether they thought members of the other party were more immoral than most Americans. And about half said yes. Republicans were a little bit harsher than Democrats, but only by a few points. The same pollsters also asked, okay, does the other party have any good ideas? 
And about half said, nope, can't think of any. Again, Republicans were a little harsher than Democrats, but only by a few points. The same pollsters also found that a small majority of those in both parties say that politics aside, people in the opposite party just don't share their values and their goals. And all of that is depressing. But I don't know. See, because if you're an optimist, maybe you can flip it and see it the other way. It's still about half the country that doesn't think the other side is super immoral. And half the country doesn't think that the opposite party's ideas are all garbage. And if you divide this group into people who follow political news every single day and versus those who don't, the divides are a lot more forgiving. For those who aren't living and dying by political news every day, there's a lot more room for understanding. Perhaps one of the most important questions that we're getting at here, and maybe, maybe the most defining question of Biden's presidency, is going to be this. Is his idea that if we all just listen to one another, that maybe unity is possible? Is that naive? Is it outdated? Is it kind of dopey or childish? Is the idea that Americans listen to each other and lower the temperature, is that worthwhile? And is it even possible, especially in a culture where there are plenty of people who are motivated to crank up the thermostat? Something Biden also, by the way, alluded to in his speech. Is Biden being naive? Should we be cynical? Has the world moved on from Biden's vision of how both sides can get along? And do we all just live in the raging fire now? So get yourself a hazmat suit. Probably a lot of people think so. And I got to be honest, looking at the trend lines in these poll numbers, they've been going the wrong way for a long time now. It's probably the safest bet to think things are going to get worse. So I guess President Biden, well, here's his challenge. He has four years to prove us all wrong. That's a lid for us. If you'd like to hear more of this free audio briefing, you can always download us on your favorite podcast app.